What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Reverend Trish Hall, and I'm spiritual leader of Center for Spiritual Living Metro, the sponsor of The Art of Living Spiritually. Where we invite you to be with, to be you with us. That's to be your divine, wonderful self with us. Sundays we meet at 10 a.m. at the Arlington Art Center, 3550 Wilson Boulevard in Arlington. Check us out at www.cslmetro.org. Find out what else we're featuring, like meditation with Himalayan singing bowls, peace ceremonies participation in interfaith projects, and serving the community. We encourage you to open to your divinity, celebrate your uniqueness, and discover your pure potentiality. I love that word. I believe that Dr. Chopra actually coined the word. It would ordinarily have been pure potential, but pure potentiality sounds so much more rich. Anyway, every week, We're here to explore ways to live your spirituality in all areas of your life. It is our desire to empower you to comfortably and confidently be you, your awesome, unique, divine you, wherever you are, whatever is going on, whatever you are doing, whatever circumstance may look like. We invite you to bring your spirituality to every aspect of your life to be mindfully you, to be consciously you. Together we open to the realization that we are all expressions of one divine creator, that we feel the impulsion of spirit and the need to say yes to being spiritual activists. That is to be so present as our spiritual identity that it is contagious so that we can grow together and we can grow individually and we can support other expressions of the divine in growing as well and in thriving and being alive. This radio blog is an opportunity for each person that calls in to talk and to be heard, to listen, to learn, to connect, to understand, to improve, and to take action to create and sustain a world that works for everyone. This evening, we're going to be continuing our, continuing to look at change. Change happens. It's all around us. We can let change, and even more insidiously, the threat of change, control us. To be constantly in the stressful state of reactivity, to be on alert in fear of what might be going to happen, to have that odd interaction of worry, which is our own projection of the past into the future, but then also to have that sense of foreboding that something is going to happen. Whereas change itself, change can be good change. 
or it can be the foreboding kind. But change still requires demands of us that we shift in order to accommodate it. <coughs> Excuse me. Or instead of being the victims of change, we remember that we are the ones that control us. No one else controls you. It may feel like they do, but truly no one else, nothing else controls you. Actually, we are the only ones that can control us. Even when it appears that circumstances are controlling us, it is we who have given the circumstance the power to do so. That's sort of an ouch, but it's true, and we don't have to remain in that perspective or in that position because we can shift. We demonstrate that control by the choices we make. What sorts of changes do we, what sort of choices do we make in the face of change? Victor Frankl, who was an Auschwitz uh, survivor, and great author and psychiatrist, man of many, many credits and uh, credentials, stated, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And that's one of my favorite quotes because If he could do it after all he had been through, if he could maintain that perspective that says, it doesn't matter what's going on, I can choose how I will respond to it. I will choose my way of dealing with my circumstances. I will make the choice whether I am a victor or a victim. And so uh, we're here to ignite a passion for living your purpose. By aligning your everyday world with your divine nature, trust the essence of your being. It will always guide you to your highest good. Sometimes I've had people say, well, how do I know it's my uh, my innate, my intuitive sense, my connection with the divine, rather than just my worldly go do this? What, some of the tests that you can put to, put it to are, is it beneficial for me? Is it beneficial for all concerned? Because if there's a loser, it's not. It's not that highest and best. Also, uh, if when you feel an urge and you go to your heart center and your mind argues with it, follow your heart, not your mind. Follow the path that is calling you to be an expression of love. So tonight we're going to work through ways to release striving to survive. Stop allowing your emotions to hold you hostage. This life as a human is so unpredictable, you must consciously choose how you wish to relate to the ever-shifting sands of life. Spend your precious energy on your desired experience. Thrive. Simply, clearly identify yourself as what you are, an expression of the divine, and feel the irresistible uplift of boundlessness. I promise it is possible to move 
through chaotic times with grace and ease. It is possible to develop flexibility grounded on the firm foundation of knowing you are a spiritual being. You truly can pass through periods of chaos and arise in joy and deep, rich sense of well-being. No matter what is going on in our human journey, we have within us a divine GPS. Sometimes I wonder why so many of us take so much for granted. We forget or just ignore the possibility that aspects of our lives can change abruptly, leaving us in totally unfamiliar territory, filled with regrets stemming from what we did or even more impactfully, the things we didn't do. Let's journey together into a world of being gratefully present, appreciating now moments everywhere. This evening we're looking at some practices and tools that help us through new territory. Each of these practices and tools are amplified by the positive power of gratitude. The first tool is that of observation. Become your own observer. Be mindful, and that is be the observer of your thought. Be the observer of your reactions. What are your habits? How often do you, do you react from habit rather than even be aware of how you are being in a given situation? When you are able to be your own observer, it's, it can get easier. It's not necessarily easy right at, start, at the start, but it can become easier to extract the facts of the situation from the story that you have built around those facts. Watch yourself for habitual reactions. Watch yourself seeking reinforcement of your story instead of simply acknowledging something did happen. There is a fact here. Again, Viktor Frankl uh, made a very valuable um, observation. He declared, between stimulus and response, there is a space In that space is the power to choose our response. Our response lies, in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And he's talking about the freedom to choose, the freedom to be yourself. When at Center for Spiritual Living Metro, we invite you to be you with us. It's the freedom to be fully expressed. It's the freedom to be Be who you are, to have the choices, to have the opportunity to have the choices. And so observe how you are being in the world. Use the nanosecond between stimulus and response to assess, decide what your choice is, and then act on it. Allow yourself to be flooded with gratitude for this insight and watch the muscle, the mind and emotional muscle that is involved in the practice of being your observer and then being your chooser, your choice maker. And so the first practice that we're going to discuss is that of acceptance. And acceptance is not about giving up. 
except maybe giving up resistance or giving up hanging on to something. Acceptance is the recognition that something happened. And it may be something wonderful, a wedding, a baby. It may be something heart-tugging, a death in the family, a loss of a loved one or loss of goods or loss of a job. But it's recognition that that is the fact of what happened. Interestingly enough, really aren't bad or good. Facts are become bad or good by how we label them. And we may have agreement and certain facts are bad, but the fact itself is not. It's our belief about the fact. It's the story we build around the fact. The fact itself is neutral. The fact is unchangeable, probably, most likely. It is unchangeable. But our story about it is always changeable. Although you may not be able to change what what happened, the event, you can always change how you relate to it, how what you what your story is about it. And but you cannot change that story about it unless you're willing to own the fact that you have a story. You're willing to own the fact that you have built a a belief and a set of behaviors around that circumstance. And once you are willing to own that that um, belief and structure that you've built around that set of facts, then you have the power. You have every bit of power that you could possibly need in order to make it different, in order to change it. So I invite you to accept responsibility for your story, then gratefully, fortunately, blessedly, you have the power to rewrite the story. The second uh, practice that we're going to engage tonight is that in that you have that power and you need to embrace your power. Every time you think or feel, you are cause. That is, you are setting a cause in motion. The power of your thought and the impact of your emotions are changing the world, changing the people around you, changing the people that are near those people because as each of us is different, those in our circles cannot not change. They must change with us. Emerson wrote that your actions speak so loudly I cannot hear what you are saying because our actions demonstrate what we are thinking. Psychologists know that if there is a difference, uh, an inconsistency between somebody's verbiage and and their actions, that their verbiage is what is, uh, is of significance. That is what is Uh, that's the truth that they're speaking, but they're speaking it with their behavior. So your way of being in the world makes a huge difference. It makes a difference in how you feel. It makes a difference in um, in how you are relating to others, in how you are, 
in how you affect others so that every time you are present with them, every time you're present with yourself, it, it makes a physiological difference in your body. Different body chemicals are being produced in response to what is the feeling that you have in you at a given moment. So the next thing that we are going to look at is tools. And when when we look at what are our tools, perspective is one of the most powerful tools we have. And this one links back to where we started with the tool called observation. Because we need to then observe what is our perspective, what is our habitual perspective, what is our chosen perspective. Our habitual perspective may be that of victim, or it may be that of victor, that we want to win, perhaps over someone else. We may be, our reflex position may be that of supporter or as a beneficiary or a benefactor, as an ally or an enemy. What is our perspective? When I was a little kid, my grandmother would always remind me if I started saying that I had less than anybody else, that I had such a rough life. I really didn't. I was loved. So she would remind me that I cried because I had no shoes until I met the man who had no feet. In order to shift my perspective to know that maybe I didn't have as much as one of my friends or something like that. But I had love. I had somebody who loved me. And I had her. And so no matter what else, my world was glued together with her, with her love. And so how we look at the world is hugely important. What is the impact that we will have on the world? One of the things that goes along with that observation of self and observation of perspective is what do we focus upon? When we, in science mind, we teach that what we focus upon expands in our experience. That is, when we are so focused on it, we, one, give it energy, but also we exclude other beliefs and other actions and other possibilities and other thoughts by focusing consistently and uh, narrowing our focus to that one thing or that one group or that one perspective or that one side of an argument or whatever, but it's by our narrowing, we are cutting out all of our alternatives, all of our possibilities that go beyond that. So what is your role? What is your habitual position on anything? It's tied in with beliefs because the world mirrors your consciousness back to you. It mirrors your consciousness back to you in different areas of your life. Then we're going to come to the most powerful tool we're working with this evening, and that is gratitude. I have woven gratitude into each of these practices and tools because it's like having a supercharger 
It transforms any situation. I love the the little phrase about adopt an attitude of gratitude. That means put into your life a practice that says no matter what, and I do an underline no matter what, it for which to be grateful. It may be an itsy tiny thing. It may be this little bitty possibility of maybe I'm grateful for that. But as you are grateful for it, you put the energy in it that causes it to grow. And as it grows, then you have a big, bigger and greater sense of, of being able to grow with it. Its growth enhances you. And so when you are hunting for something to be grateful for, you may only find that you are, maybe you're grateful because you have a big toe, or maybe if you don't have a big toe, then you're grateful for the fact that it's for some other thing. And so whatever it is that you're grateful for, focus on it. Spend time with it. Be mindful of it. And spend some time with it during the day, each day. Practice every day so that pretty soon being grateful for something, even in the midst of chaos, that gratitude will amplify That gratitude will shift how you look at it. That gratitude will shift your perspective and it will put so that things that might have felt overwhelming will no longer feel overwhelming. So it doesn't matter how small the item is is the focus of your attention because it will grow and respond. But it is important that you start building the muscle, building the practice, building the habit of being grateful consciously for something at least once a day. And I suggest that you aim for at least three times a day. Bring it to the level of consciousness. And so be be grateful for that, whatever it is. And then also start adding to it someone or something that you appreciate. If it's a someone then the next step up on that is to tell them that you are grateful for them. The final practice is a call to action. And many times when people speak about, uh, when I speak to people about call to being called to action, they say, what can I do? I'm just one person. The answer is you can change the world. You, just you personally can change the world. The list of ways that you can is just unlimited. There are no bounds to it. You can be a safe haven for someone. You can join the safety pin uh, program that's going nationwide where people know themselves or identify themselves as a safe haven for someone. You can use and model nonviolent communication. You can invite reconciling conversations. You can be a peacemaker. You can be a good listener. You can give reassuring hugs. You can help someone who needs a hand. You can be kind and respectful and spread the work of way to peace. You can join a team and serve the season for not for peace and nonviolence. You can do anything that your heart calls you to do. Because your heart is calling you to be you. 
your heart will always call you in the way of highest good for you. Your heart will always call you in ways that are beneficial for you and those around you. So every time you set uh, an intention based or coming from your heart that is uh, a call to serve, whether it's to serve within your own family, to serve in your community or wherever, then you personally are transforming the world. I love the Margaret Mead quote that says, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. And so that small, committed group, that's based on a group of individuals. And so you individually are a cause for change for good in the world. And just a brief reminder that about Centers for Spiritual Living, by the way, if you desire to, um, uh, if you want to ask questions about this evening's show, uh, you can go to our website, www.cslmetro.org, and fill out a contact sheet, and it will come directly to me so that uh, I can respond to you, or there is a link for my email. Uh, We meet on Sundays uh, at 10 a.m. We have a weekly meditation at uh, 9.15 to uh, 9.45 every Sunday morning before service. And then uh, this Sunday, uh, December 4th, we will be meeting uh, for meditation with Himalayan bowls at the Blue Nectar Yoga Studio at 5.13 Uh, West Broad Street and Falls Church. And those are just a few of the things that we do regularly. So remember that gratitude is the amplifier that you bring to every situation that you're in. The practices that we went over this evening, those practices are tools uh, tools to support you in changing your life and in changing your life, you change the world because the the world around you cannot not change in response to your change. And then you are an amplifier. Rather than be in that state of constant uh, reactivity, be in that state of constant choice, of continual choice, being proactive, deciding, How then shall I serve? How then shall I be? Listen deep within you for the answer. And then then act on it. Act on it. Be a compassionate presence in the world. And remember to be a self-observer. Remember to watch yourself and break those habits that are so unconscious that you don't even know you're doing them. And then from self-observation, accept that things have happened and accept that you own the possibility, you own the power necessary for you to make a difference, for you to change for you to change the story that you have written about those facts. You have the power, you have the ability, you have everything within you that you could possibly need in order to make that shift. 
then embrace that power that is within you. Use it for good. Use it in order to shift your own life. And when your own life shifts, then you become a shifter for all those around you. You create the space that allows for their change as well. Make sure that you maintain a perspective of what really matters and what really doesn't. And when you maintain that perspective, then it frees up your choices. You truly live in a state of freedom. You truly live in a state of opportunity. Stepping up and fulfilling possibility in all directions. And bless it all with gratitude. Be grateful for the freedom that you have. Be grateful for the power of choice that you have. Be grateful for the fact that you can rewrite your stories. Be grateful for the people that come into your life. Live and move and laugh and love and have your being in that divine, in that state of gratitude. And then act on it. Whether the action is that of prayer or that of uh, stepping up to uh, engage in the world, uh, whatever that action is, know that it is yours to do because your heart is calling you to make that difference. And so this concludes our program for this evening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here online with us. And if you are at all interested in further conversation, do go to our website, use the contact form, and I will respond to you personally. Thank you for joining us this evening. Good night now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.